Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hello again and welcome to Foreplay Radio Sex Therapy. I'm your host, certified sex therapist Lori Watson, author of Wanting Sex Again and blogger at Psychology Today and WebMD. And I have with me Dr. Adam Matthews, my co-host, who's a couples therapist, psychotherapist and president of NCAMFT. Foreplay is dedicated to helping couples keep it hot. Each episode, we cover an aspect of sex that impacts your sex life and something that you can relate to. So if you find our discussions helpful, please give us a review on iTunes or Stitcher. We would love it if you would tell a friend about us. You can find us also on the web at foreplayrst.com. And if you have a comment or a topic that you'd like us to talk about, we'd love to hear from you. Please send them to us at info at foreplayrst.com. Thanks for listening. Now on to today's topic. So last week, Adam, we talked about what men really think about sex. And this week, we're going to give the women same time, right? We're going to talk about what women really think about sex. I'm really interested in this podcast. I'm, I, want, <laughs> I want to learn a lot. <laughs> that's, that's what I want to know. Yeah. You know just, what do women what, really think? What is it, Lori? What do women really right. want? Yeah. And, you know, I... There's so many articles out there, Cosmo, and even articles that I write that talk about, you know, what women want in bed and seven delicious ways to satisfy your partner and all that. But I wanted to contrast this with the difference between how men are really thinking about sex. And I really brought out, I think, some of the difficulties that women have that are different. I I think to begin with, women, sex begins in our minds versus our bodies. And I think for men, this is a huge, great disappointment. Mm-hmm. You know, so many men say, but I want her to want it. And I, I think the turn on for women, Adam, is often in her mind, even when she's mm-hmm. dating. Yeah. You know, when's, when she's young and juicy, I'm going to rub that <laughs> in, man. Um, you know, is like she really, you know, she's preoccupied. She's preoccupied thinking about the relationship. And so, therefore, arousal is easy. Desire is plentiful. But it's yeah. it comes from her fantasies mm-hmm. and her mind versus the way I think for men, it just, 
they are driven in their body to think about sex. And I think that's so, because it is so different for men, that's a really hard thing to understand. Like even as you're talking about it, I'm sitting here thinking, okay, what exactly does that mean? Right. Does it mean we have to tell a story every single time? Does that mean role play is more important? Like, yeah. what, like, what, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, what does that mean? So in, in a lot of ways, so the question for me would be, well, where does that mean that men have to start? Yeah. You know, well, I, where's, I mean, where's I the think starting that point? men can pick up, right? I mean, at any point, almost a man feels desire. And I think for women, because our testosterone is so different, you know, a ma- male body is screaming about sex. And for a woman, it's kind of like this occasional whisper. Hmm. I mean, she, in terms of actual physiological drive. Now, now that's not to say that a woman doesn't appreciate, you know, attraction and Mm -hmm. doesn't feel sexual. And, And I know there's a ton of women out there. Thank God there's a ton of women out there who are more sexually oriented and sex is their love language. But I'm probably speaking to the 80% where it's not their love language where it's not their sole love language. Yeah. So I would say, you know, to that point, sex is an aspect of love for women. Yeah. You know, it. I think for men, it's more, most men, it's, it is love. Yeah. But for women, you know, caring, partnership, sharing the burden, building a life together, finding security together, mm. emotional sharing. I mean, all of those things speak about love to her And sex is kind of one of those, you know, Mm -hmm. physical intimacy is a slice of how she experiences love, but it's really not, it it isn't the same as everything. Yeah, that seems to me that men then need to be very much more in tune with that story that's that's being told there um, about the, the ways that she is telling the story about their relationship Mm -hmm. and um, that that it's only that piece, so he has to be attuned to all the other pieces as well. Mm-hmm. Is that would you say that's that's the case? I, I think that some of it is an acceptance, mm-hmm. you know, that and an understanding that for her, all of these things build together to also be sexual. You know, I, again, I think sex is contextual for women. Mm-hmm. You know, it's part and parcel of the relationship, whereas for men, it, it can be kind of a standalone I, and. Yeah. I'm talking about within the committed relationship, you know, that for a woman, you know, if things are not right between her and her partner, she doesn't feel sexual. Whereas for him, right? He could could still. He could could still absolutely be sexual and either carry on the fight or get over the fight because he (laughs) was sexual. Mm. Um, But I think some of it is where we start. Women often, they do masturbate when they're children. All children masturbate, it turns out, but. But men often learn to be orgasmic Mm. through masturbation. And there's a lesser percent of women who learn that by themselves. So a lot of women, the first time they feel sexual is in the context of a partnership. Mm. You know, some sort of dating hookup or relationship, a dating relationship, where that's the first time they actually are sexual. So for them, their very beginning is shared sexually Mm. versus for men – they come into relationship fully sexual. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. And I think that that, that makes a lot of sense. Uh, you know, I also think that because sex for women is part of the relationship and so integral to the relationship that many times 
a woman withdraws somewhat sexually, yeah. I, I don't think that it's conscious. I don't think that it's about manipulation. Well, I know you like sex, so I'm not going to give you that. It's more mm-hmm. like she's protecting her heart because she feels so raw over something that's happening. And so she she literally kind of protects herself by losing some desire. And I, I think desire is the ultimate vulnerability. You know, mm-hmm. I, wanting someone, desperately wanting them sexually is really, really the most exquisite, vulnerable place because it's it reminds us of our primitive needs in childhood, right? Yeah. You know, we when we wanted to be touched and longed for that. And so, you know, many people who in childhood don't get enough touch, they turn that off. They don't need so much. And they say, you know, they take this like inner vow that says, well, I'm never going to need again. Hmm. And it's a strategy like, you know, in relationship, you know, you hurt me. I'm just going to not need you so much. And for women, because they're not bombarded with this physiological drive, one place that they do withdraw sometimes is from libido, from desire. They, you know, that's uh, how do that. I know that's dicey to say that because I'm not telling you out there that I think you did this on purpose. I I think it's just a, a response. I think that that's a challenge. I wonder if men listening would see it as big a cha- as of a challenge as I do, mm-hmm. like to how to get over that withdrawal, to get mm-hmm. over that pullback, because everybody hurts each other, right? I mean, I everybody think, hurts each other with I that. Mean, one. In, in relationship, right. um, I'm going to hurt my wife, at, you know, on some level, not Absolutely. intentionally, but I'm Absolutely. Gonna hurt, we're going to hurt each other. And so, if that's what, if she does that, if she pulls back and withdraws. That's mm-hmm. that to me is a big challenge to get around, especially if mm-hmm. it's a withdrawal sexual. If she's withdrawing sexually to protect herself, I know, I know. That then the way that 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 I then begin to address that seems to be very complicated. It, it is complicated, and I think because sex is the the basis for a marriage, mm-hmm. right? I mean, we we define marriage yeah. as sexual versus yeah. we're not in a friendship with each other; we're in a marriage, which is by definition sexual, and so. When one partner withdraws, it's it's very very problematic, um, mm. and I, I see so many women who you know can't have sex when they're disrupted in the relationship. Mm. You know they they think they can't. I mean I, you know I'm all about helping women see that it is also an avenue toward connection. Yeah. But I think her instinct is, you know, when I'm disrupted, I can't do it because it's sex is more contextual for females. Yeah. I wonder if if that means for men that they have to be pursuant of healing in areas where there has been hurt in the relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, they have to be intentional about that. I was talking to somebody the other day where he was talking about what he would do different in his future relationships as versus his past his past marriage that had ended, and he said, "I won't assume that just because we're not fighting that the issue has been resolved." Right. That mm-hmm. just because we just because she's quiet about it doesn't mean it's fixed. That's right. And mm-hmm. he so what he was basically saying was that he was going to be more pursuant to make sure that restoration had happened after something mm-hmm. um, that had gone wrong or some hurt that had been inflicted. Yeah. And it seems to me that that means uh, if we want that not to happen, if we don't want her to withdraw to to pull back sexually to have the lower lower libido because she's not safe, that we have to pursue. Healing. I don't mean. Mm-hmm. I'm not talking about distance or we talk about. Right. We, we pursue mm-hmm. 
restoration in, in the but, relationship. Okay, so you know, sometimes Adam, I really think that like you and I, we we trade places. <laughs> you know, like you represent the female side and her needs better than than I do sometimes. And I think that sometimes I represent the male needs better. You know, like I, because I don't, know how, to, I don't a, know how to take that, Lori. <laughs> I'm just being honest. No. <laughs> I'll take it as a compliment. Well, no, I think right. Both of us are thinking about both parts. Yeah, and right. but but one thing I worry about, like when I hear you say that, I hear it through the male ears that say, "See, it's all up to me. I got to fix everything. It's all my responsibility, and that's mm-hmm. not fair." You know, no. isn't it her duty and her? responsibility in the relationship to also repair so that we can be sexual. I mean... Sure, yeah. <sighs> yeah, I, but I think, I mean, the world is so inner. If it's so inside herself and all of that is happening, I can understand why that's a difficult to... If it's unsafe, mm-hmm. it's difficult to pursue that alone, mm-hmm. right? And so oftentimes I hear men complain that they've asked their partner what is wrong and she said, oh, nothing, Right. right. So I think I think when that's not true, it's right? not true. And so I I think the the responsibility that I that I would say that men have in that is to, if they're going to acknowledge that this is one way that women are different, is to say, are we okay? Mm-hmm. Have we done just make ask the question? Is mm-hmm. everything still okay? And then what I would say I think is her responsibility is to be truthful with that. Yes. I mean, mm-hmm. would, is that a better balance for you in that? I, Yes, but I mean, you're also, you are talking about a pursuing way of being, right? Because the pursuer is aware of all the micro tears in the relationship. So you're saying that as a guy, you got to get better at knowing the micro tears that have happened. And many men are more avoidant emotionally, pursuant Mm -hmm. sexually. Okay, we got to take a break. We'll come right back. You're listening to Foreplay Radio Sex Therapy with... Couples therapist Dr. Adam Matthews and your sex therapist Lori Watson. Right back. Wanting sex again. How to rediscover desire and heal a sexless marriage by certified sex therapist Lori Watson. Each chapter is designed to fix one of the problems that cause low libido, from early marriage through the childbearing years, even all the way through menopause. I've also had men read it and tell me that for them it was the most hopeful thing they read about resolving sexual problems. Look for Wanting Sex Again on Amazon.com. You can also talk to Lori Watson for therapy in person or via Skype. I offer couples counseling and sex therapy, and I think about both aspects of the relationship, emotional intimacy and sexual technique and that combination together helps marriages be happy weekend couples intensives are also offered improve your sex and improve your relationship with awakening center for couples and intimacy find out more at awakenloveandsex.com awaken what's possible this episode is brought to you by la quinta by window your work can take you all over the place like texas you've never been but it's going to be great because you're staying at La Quinta by Wyndham. Their free bright side breakfast will give you energy for the day ahead. And after, you can unwind using their free high-speed Wi-Fi. Tonight, La Quinta. Tomorrow, you shine. Book your stay today at LQ.com. 
It is one of my great joys in life to be able to really help individuals and couples find strength in their relationships and really find hope again. Licensed marriage and family therapist, Dr. Adam Matthews from Matthews Counseling. I work with a wide variety of issues, including depression and anxiety, marital issues, issues with adolescence. I believe that therapy should be designed around you, that it should be personalized to who you are and to your unique situation. Therapy is available in office, online, and by phone. I want therapy to be comfortable for everyone. At our office, you'll find that we sit around a fireplace in deep, comfortable chairs, look at the problem differently, and offer practical solutions for you to take home and utilize outside of the therapy room. Schedule today and rediscover hope. You can find me on the web at matthewscounseling.net. Matthew's with one T. You can contact us through email or phone and find a lot of resources on our website, matthewscounseling.net. Okay, back with Foreplay Radio Sex Therapy. And we're talking about what women really think about sex. Um, and it, it, we were ending up, Adam, talking about a lot of the differences and kind of what men think, but I guess it all goes together. So, yeah. I mean, wanted to start off, though, that for women, for many women, sex is about being desired versus desiring. So, so we often see ourselves as the object of mm. desire. And feel comfortable in that place versus the subject of desire that it's all about me to have desire to want another. It's it's more exciting, I think, for many women to be wanted. Let me ask you this because I say this to a lot of couples that I see often who have this problem. Let me get your take on if this is accurate. When he is wanting more sex than they're having and she is, he, he's wanting more and she's not. One way that I try to help men understand this gap and this difference in women is by reminding them that they cannot just pursue sex in the relationship. They have to pursue sex with her. Yeah. And she has to be a priority for him, the number one priority to feel that kind of desire to feel sexual and to um, be fully engaged. Well, and I think that one of the things that works in dating is the chase. Mm -hmm. I mean, he likes to chase often and pursue that you know, there's something about that that is nearly biological to pursue. But for women, too, to be chased, to be dated, to be seduced, to be the focal point, you know, mm-hmm. of time, energy, and money is very exciting. You know, yeah. to be told you're beautiful or you look hot or you look sexy. I mean, guys, that goes a long ways. It really does. And and I know there's problems. I know men out there are going to write us and say, uh, by the way, we are loving your comments. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. We we really are getting a lot and we love it. But I know men are going to say, yeah, but I say that and she doesn't accept it and it doesn't yeah. go anywhere. And I know that. But by and large, I think that men expect in a committed relationship for sex to just happen. Like mm-hmm. I did all that work. Yeah. And women expect to still be the object. Um, so so Meredith Chivers, she's a sex researcher, mm-hmm. and she says that being desired is the orgasm mm. for women. Th- that it's like when women see guys, it's not they're not saying, you know, wow, he's really hot. They're thinking, does he think I'm really hot? Yeah. You know? Yeah, and absolutely. if you get that kind of energy from your partner, like he does think you're really hot, I mean, that that helps. 
that helps ignite the fires. Yeah, I think that's one of the things that make affairs really challenging is because that gets that gets broken there. Right. Yeah. And that and that then that question just gets amped up. Sure. But he I think thinks somebody else is really hot. He doesn't yeah. think I'm that hot. And yeah. so it's it's really helpful to know like that that's that question is already being asked. Mm-hmm. Right. On a and it seems like on a regular basis, on a day to day basis, am I desired even if it doesn't end in sex? Even well, if today doesn't end in sex, does he desire me today? And I think this is part of the problem with familiarity. Right. Yeah. I mean, the reason an affair is so hot is because we really don't see that person when they're throwing up and greasy haired and sick, right? You know, Mm -hmm. it's only the best foot forward. And so we can have a fantasy about them that says they're really hot and they're really hot all the time. You know, whereas with our partner, we go, yeah, you know, I think she's really hot. But, you know, there's this, that and the other thing that have happened. I've, I've seen her in these conditions. You know, there's aging, there's childbirth, there's, you know, all these things that real life intrudes on the fantasy of being super hot, Hmm. you know, because in truth, we're not any of us super hot all the time. Yeah. Except for Adam. uh, (laughs) Adam is total arm candy. Right, right, right. Um, I mean, sure, I'll take it. Um, (laughs) And much younger than I am, so that's (laughs) that's not a come on. Nobody's looking at, uh, no video here. Um, Yeah, and I, I think that the issue there is we find ways to express desire specifically for our mate even when the circumstances change yeah right even when life happens well if you understand that this is a way to ignite a woman Mm -hmm. you know i i know men who don't make you know a comment or a compliment or you know i i have one friend who i know he is all about his wife you know and she's particularly beautiful but i have never honestly i've never heard him compliment her Hmm. And I've known them for a long, long time. And it's like, what are you thinking, dude? You know, like, can't you tell her she looks great and she looks beautiful? And, you know, I mean, maybe he does behind closed doors, right? I don't know. But I I just think that that admiration goes a long way. And I I had a patient who said, you know, but I think that's, that's shallow. Why should, you know, my wife need that? And his wife, super hot. And I'm like, well, because it helps turn her on. I. You know, I can't emphasize enough that that is a starting point for women. Yeah. Well, and I think that there's probably multiple ways, right? I mean, the only thing I'd say to that is I think there's multiple ways. You have to find what works for your partner. partner. Sure. And what, the, and what sure. they're asking. She may not be asking for compliments, uh, mm-hmm. but she might be asking for more time together, mm-hmm. right? Which may Intimate sharing. Intimate That's sharing. the context again. Yeah. Right. It's like, and I think finding that out, understanding that that desire is needed, finding that out and how you can express that well for males in their in their relationship would be really important. Yeah. I, I want to make another point that sex for women is a mixed bag. For guys, I think it's a sure thing. You know, mm-hmm. they start to have sex, they're going to have an orgasm. You know, by and large, it's going to work. I'm not talking about men who are struggling with ED or premature ejaculation. But, you know, overall, if you're a guy, it's going to work. And for a woman... You know, you start that adventure, and first of all, most women start with willingness, not necessarily wanting. You know, Mm -hmm. so they say, do you want to have sex? Yeah, sure. But they're not necessarily turned on in their body. And so it's, you know, it could be her night. It might not be her night. Mm -hmm. It's going to take a long time. You know, letting go of the cares of the day are difficult for her. So her distractibility in bed Mm -hmm. is really high. And so... I mean, because the female arousal pattern is just filled with 
you know, peaks and valleys, getting to orgasm is very difficult. Yeah. You know, and that's why sometimes women like the tried and true routine kind of sex because she can depend on it. It's more reliable. Mm. Whereas a guy, because he has a body that works every which way, he can, you know, do everything. You know, variety is more exciting when, when your body works no matter what. Yeah. So what's the conversation there? If sex is more of a mixed bag, how how do men address that? Is there a way to address it? I I mean, I think, you know, this is the hard thing about sex, right? It's nuanced. Mm-hmm. I mean, there isn't an easy answer. It's it's being able to tune into what she's feeling. It's having her develop in maturity to be able to say, this is what I'm liking. This is what I'm needing tonight. Mm-hmm. You know, it's pulling out the vibrator and not being threatened by that, you know, because she can't stop her mind from thinking about other things, not mm-hmm. his problem. I mean, it's difficult. I, sex with a woman is very difficult, <laughs> <laughs> I would say. And, and I, I want to say, you know, sometimes on a night that's not her night, sex might be a way she gives love. And this is, I am not saying this is a requirement. Girlfriend, I do not think you should lay down and think of England. But I think that sometimes the the men need to know that she doesn't have desire, but she does feel contentment and satisfaction with sexual intercourse. So she wants to give that. She wants to bond in that way. And so many men say, yeah, but I don't really want to do it if she isn't into it. And it's like, okay, but let's say she's busy, she's got young children, and she wants to give love in that way. I mean, you've just cut your sex life in half, you know, because she may want to give love that way, knowing it's not her night, but knowing that he feels better, he feels good. I mean, I really think, gentlemen, that you should accept that gift. <laughs> you know, arms and legs around you should feel good. And yeah. But you're not – but I emphasize again, too, that you're not, not a requirement. That, not a requirement, but that laying there is not a gift. No, and right? I, I'm not saying, you know, just, you know, okay, let's get it over. I mean, that that's not a gift. Hmm. But sometimes she may say, you know, I'm I'm not in it for me. But I want to for you. And the reality is for women that desire often kicks in second to arousal. So Mm. starting from a cold start, she may get into it and it may turn out to be a great night for her. You know, so I really think if it's genuine and it's not the pattern, you know, like that most of the time she's saying, "Okay, I'm not in it. Let's just do it. Unless most of the time is, you know what, she has an appetite about once a week and he has an appetite about three or four times a week. And she's like, look, give it to me really good on Saturday. And I'm going to love you in this way with a quickie a couple other times a week. I mean, dang, that's a great agreement. If he can accept that literally her desire, her hunger is different. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? I think so. Yeah. I mean, I think it's, I think there's an acceptance there of this difference, but also what I hear you saying is accepting all of these differences as okay Mm -hmm. goes a long way and increases our ability to have a fulfilling and hot sex life. Yes. Okay. So you're listening to Foreplay Radio Sex Therapy with sex therapist Lori Watson and couples therapist Dr. Adam Matthews. Thanks again for all your comments. We we really appreciate the write-ins and the letters that we're getting. And I mean, sometimes we're in this closet and hearing from somebody that we're helping you. We're grateful to be doing that and we're grateful for your feedback. Hey, help us stay on top here at Foreplay. We'd love it if you would subscribe and share it with your friends. And please take one sec and rate and review us. Thanks so much. 